Hello and welcome back to Trauma Teacher, Season 1, Episode 6. Uh, this is Patrick with my co-host Aaron, as always. Yes, and we are both coming off vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week, uh, you, week behind week. You took that, a week, then I took a week. That's right. So we didn't see each other for two weeks, but we still created one podcast. So not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. The views were down a little bit, but um, didn't put it on anything. And uh, we are now... As much as I hate myself for this, we are on Facebook. <laughs> Try, yeah. So like the Trauma Teachers page. By the time you listen to this, it will be complete. Yeah. And by complete, I mean it just has links to each episode. <laughs> <laughs> it has uh, a picture of the actual pod, like the same picture I've been using on it Sweet. on the website. So we're good there. Um, as always, we'll start with admonishing ourselves. Um, accidentally, last time, I forgot to name the movie. So we went through that movie, Paper Tigers, for five minutes. And then when I re-listened to the podcast, I realized I did not say the movie or where you could see it. Um, so I had to go back and say that, and it sounded pretty bad. Well, you know, I think they, they got the information, so that right. right much They're, better. And I'm sure it. a better man than me or a smarter man <laughs> could do a better job of editing it, but I just can't. So today, no matter what I say, unless I accidentally say a kid's name or say something really off the wall, we're just going straight just through. Going straight, yeah, one take. Um, and the other mistake, the only thing, I mean, obviously there's a lot we can work on and continue to get better as we both evolve, you know, yeah. not only as humans, but podcasters as well. No doubt. Um, I just, I counted my likes again. I think oh. I was down to eight. You're still doing the like count, huh? Yeah. But I was down to eight, which yeah. is not terrible. For, right. Uh, um, so no. it's just today was, well, Aaron, you were out for six days. So today must've been quite the, uh, the adjustment coming back. Yeah, you know, I I spent a lot of time uh, being in a state of like anxious, and right. I was uptight when I got here, like expecting like I don't know the worst of the worst. But it was actually, you know, not it was a mild day for me. I mean, as as far as my return uh, coming in. Yeah, I mean, I have a so the I think the last time we talked about summer, I had a really easy group. Now I yeah. have, now I have uh, we have four groups. Yeah, and the beginning I had the easiest group, and now I have the hardest. The hard group, uh, but we'll get through it. Summer's rough, but it's almost over. Mm -hmm. So yeah, last rotation, last rotation, and then we'll we'll be back at it. Just you know, I'll be teaching Chaucer. You'll <laughs> be patrolling the hallways like it's <laughs> like it's supposed to, like it's meant to be. My kids will be on to be able to old English, and then you can <laughs> deal with the aftermath. Um, what else did I? Oh, and then I because. I feel like when you come back from vacation, sometimes for me, it's like when I haven't played basketball in a year. Yeah. Like that first day is not bad. Like, you know, the first time you play after a year, you're like shooting well. Yeah. And then that second day, you're just like, God, this is where it was. Building the house with the bricks. Because <laughs> last week when I came back Monday, I was like, oh, this isn't bad. And then yeah. Tuesday, I was like, Ooh. Things yeah. Things have, you feel like things have changed <laughs> since you left. Not that like your absence had anything to do with that, but just like things seemed, seemed different for it's some different. reason. No. I mean, hopefully uh, – that's not the pattern that I fall into. I hope that doesn't <laughs> yeah. happen for me. I wasn't trying to jinx you. <laughs> so I'm hoping my day two <laughs> is yeah. a continuance from my day one. Yeah, good luck um. sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, the, I mean, the kids are going through a little rough stretch right now. But overall, super proud of them this summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of – we always talk about, like, the idle minds of our kids. It's not a great thing. And they've done a pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're, 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 we see waves, you know, there's always waves of, of different uh, behaviors that we see. And, you know, right now we're just kind of riding a wave of kids are, you know, summer of love, kind of feeling each other out and trying to get to know each other more than they should. So, I mean, so I say like a lot of the stuff with our kids um, 
it's typical middle school stuff. Yeah. So them like, so all the stuff they did in middle school, I didn't do because girls hated me. <laughs> um, but most middle schoolers do like passing notes. Right. And, um, right. You know, I'll meet you at the lockers at two. All that, but our kids, it's still typical middle school stuff, but it's just ramped way. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's on steroids or escalated. And it's kind of how it is with everything with the kid, like the boys. Boys fight in middle school, but our kids, it's just like it just goes to the next level. Yeah, it's yeah. So, but things have been not bad. We've been we've been really on the notes. No, like, yeah. I snatched like four today. Just give me that. <laughs> and then one kid was just at the end of the day, I snatched some kid's note, and he was like, it's "Just my computer password." And I was like, I've heard that before. And I was, that's, that's never a good feeling. I was like, "Sorry, my friend." No, they got to know you're serious, man. They got to know that you're on your game, man. Otherwise, you know. Yeah. So I, I've realized through re-listening to them that my my substitute for the kids' names is either my friend or son. So I think I should come up with something better, but but you never know. We gotta keep all. All right, so getting to our get to know you section, um, I'm gonna say, and this is this one might jaw. I might have should have told you this one before, but can you remember the most embarrassing thing that happened to you before high school or in high school, or if you can't, just one embarrassing thing? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, in elementary school, uh, you know, well, I, the I guess the janitors at night forgot to put away the the flag pole rope. So uh, a couple of my friends and I are, you know, hanging off of jumping off a brick wall, hanging onto the rope, just swinging. And um, came to my turn after you know several of my friends went, and I didn't miss the pole. I, I slammed it right into the pole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that that was pretty embarrassing. I kind of, I, I still get cracked on that from my family because, of course, I you know I tore open my skin and needed stitches. So wow, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's not too terrible though. I mean, yeah, uh, could have been better, but it, it, <laughs> <laughs> but not but not bad. And as always, rebuttal. Um, if you had to pick a song or an artist that somebody that you like or that might be your favorite that somebody might be surprised that you listen to who might that be you know i'm my my music collection is super yeah i know you go i know you go um that's a tough one i'm gonna say like i got really into waka flocka yeah, mid, that is surprising. Mid, mid 20s. <laughs> That's surprising. Like I would have never paid you for a flock again. So I was uh that was like my prime, you know, as far as um <laughs> drinking apple juice. Yeah. So I I was a lot of like before you go out, you know, you have that one song you like to listen you to. Throw it on. So I had we had on rotation, we had no hands, um, hard in the paint. Uh-huh. And look at now I can't even enjoy the songs really. That's one like <laughs> I don't. I, I do not experience the secondhand trauma you'll read about and that kind of stuff. But that is that is one thing. It's hard for me to listen to songs like that now after working with these kids. Yeah, because you different. see how it kind of does. What how them. it affects them? Yeah. And I'm not and I'm not blaming rappers for our kids' behavior. No, not saying. at all. But when they listen to that stuff, it does like amp them up, and then they kind of repeat the language. But um, the, so the the one bar we would go to a lot, we memorize a playlist, and so we would like <laughs> bet people. We'd be like, hey, next drink. Walk flock, it comes on next because it came on like 12 17 or something. Um, those days are long over now, like, yeah, yeah, now yeah. it's like 12 17 in the afternoon. I'm ready for a nap, I stay in past my bedtime. All right, so next we got the, the thing that bothers us. I'm gonna let Aaron take this one. Uh, yeah, so working here on campus, maintenance plays a huge role in our 
day-to-day success with the kids um, because, you know, things get broken when kids get escalated at times. Uh, but, you know, getting those things done in a timely manner uh, can sometimes be troublesome. Because, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. Our maintenance crew is top-notch. They're great. Yeah, they uh, stay yeah they're always doing something. Uh, but it is it is uh, bothersome sometimes when a uh, window that's connected to a door might stay uh, broken for two weeks that gains access to another part of campus with kids just being able to stick their hands through that open cracked window uh and there'll be there'll be things like the uh the door of the office will be broken or something and the kids figure it out so fast and right. it's just like a free for all yeah <laughs> into the office um, and we were talking about before we came on how working maintenance here would be incredibly frustrating because like there's one door that's oh yeah kind of made out of plexiglass and the kids know they can just kick they it just out pop it right out yeah um, what would your estimation be of how many times they oh, fixed they fix that like in one in one week they were here they fixed it like twice a day for for one solid week yeah, yeah that was, so so you can see them sometimes they have golf carts and they'll roll up and see what's broken it's just <laughs> like they're about to kill somebody so it would be it, it would be hard pressed for anybody to stay on top of all of the things that you know need need taken care but of there are here. i agree there are things around like we have that um the place where the weight room is and stuff, and that's just oh yeah, just, under underneath the, the cafeteria, the yeah. dining hall, yeah. And yeah. I think that would be a great place. We've talked about this before, but just the kids to get some of that weird teenage energy yeah, out. Yeah, but it's kind of just sitting there. We have a those of you who are listening, obviously, have not seen this place. But we have a <laughs> massive campus. Yeah, it's what uh, is it, thirty eight acres? Yes, yeah. and it's. Uh, I said that like I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely 38 acres. I, I know an acre when I see it. But, um, I mean, there's a massive field in the front to yeah. the school. Um, and then there's the cottages are in the back, and there's a huge field in the middle. So there's a lot of stuff for the kids to do. But but like Aaron was saying, if, when things are, are fixed and running well, there's it's a lot more fluid. And yeah. the summer is, would be the number one time for stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Like a weightlifting crass or a... Yeah, even like a arts. yeah, like a, a bean bag or um, a heavy weight bag, like a punching bag or something right. like that would be great. And you got the Wu Wear shirt on, so yeah. maybe you could teach like a history of rap. Yeah, Shaolin Wu Tang. <laughs> That's right. Did you hear what's going on with that? They're like the album. Have you heard about that? Oh yeah, the uh, the the one the album where they only made one copy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I and heard some about billionaire has it. Yeah. They can't get it from or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Then he was arrested for doing some kind of fraudulent something or other. So. <laughs> off of the woo yeah <laughs> they came they came to where we live recently yeah they were just they were in richmond yeah instead while. of nas i'm like yeah. wow things are yeah these guys are just either getting really old or our city's moving up i think it's a combination i think it's a combination we're getting more because i saw push it too recently. yeah yeah yeah. that would yeah. be another one that might surprise people i've been on the clip since day one yeah so so push and walk a flock push and walk a flock and i just i do need to Make sure everyone knows that I do not think Waka Flock was a good rapper. It's like good music to listen to before you go. All right. So we're, I mean, things are flying. Yeah. I mean, I'm really impressed with us jumping back after a two-week gap. Yeah. Already like, a minute right 12. Into yeah. Right into, uh, right into our resource of the week. Um, and we are, next week, we're going to have one of the therapists from our school come in and maybe give you guys a more in-depth look at the brain. Because I keep getting all this fan mail. Like, guys, you guys are great, but you're not. That's smart. I'm like, hey, whoa. that's just not our lane. So I was like, he, he's this guy is. I've said his name before on the podcast, uh, Craig. He's he's very intelligent and also does a really great job of 
of speaking in terms that can be understood by yeah, plebeians yeah, yeah. like myself. Um, so he'll be on next week. But this week it's called uh, Harlow's Studies on Dependency in Monkeys. And I know that may sound bizarre, but this was done in the 60s. And this is also one of the first things I'll show you if you start working at a school with, or you know, as a caregiver or a foster parent um, working with people with trauma. And it's, it's on YouTube, so you can just type in exactly what I just said, Harlow's Studies on Dependency in Monkeys. It's a quick six-minute video. Um, and we're not going to go super into it because you can you can watch it if you're interested. But it it shows these monkeys and there's there's a a mother there's two steel mothers made out of you know like titanium steel or whatever. wire yeah steel yeah. wire or something and I, the monkeys obviously cannot tell that they're not monkeys which right. so they're supposed to be as smart as us <laughs> <laughs> um, or like whatever <laughs> so anyways every time. Even when the monkeys are hungry, like starving, they're always with the mother. That because there's one mother that looks like very welcoming and nurturing, and they can hug. And there's one mother that says the food. Right. And every time they're they're put in a traumatic situation, they always run to the mother that they feel comforted with. Right. Um, and and you can look more into the study, but the study just talks about how important that is for young people. Um, and and we'll go and Craig will go into this more and about like some of the kids that have the worst trauma that we see here, they don't even remember their trauma. Like stuff like not being held when you're young, yeah. um, you know, not being picked up as a baby is, is one of the worst things that could, that could possibly happen to you. The way it rewires the brain again, like Aaron and I won't speak on that. Um, <laughs> right. But do you, do you have anything else you want to say about the video? I know it's a quick one, but we're just um, getting back in the mix. Yeah, no, we're just sliding back into it. Uh, no, I think um, it's it's kind of, the video kind of shows what we, that we kind of, what we, things that we kind of see around here, which is that, you know, where, the kids go where they feel comfortable, um, right. and, and they respond to where they they feel comfort, and and uh, that's generally kind of what we see for the most part. Yeah, it's just a really it's a really great thing to watch to just understand how when you because if you work somewhere like here, you always get the kids' intakes and what they've been through. Yeah, and you don't want to ever get to. I like watching stuff like that every once once in a while because you don't ever want to get to a point where you start reading the material and you become numb to it. Yeah. Because then it's probably time to, and there's nothing wrong with this, but then it's probably time to, to do something else. Yeah, yeah, you yeah you're going to have to get out. Yeah. The stuff the kids have been through. All right. So we're already at our feel-good story of the week. Um, this is sponsored. So, unbelievably, SockMop.com, not doing great. Uh, they said, you know, we're still producing, um, but just they, they got to take a week off. I okay. can't afford us. Eh, true, a, true. I can understand that. We had an episode at 47 plays. <laughs> what? So that Sockmop was like, well, we can't settle down, guys. Yeah, we can't settle down. We can't fund y'all's success <laughs> right now. So, but we got a, a new one. All right? all right. So this week we're sponsored by the Team Tracker. All right. So having trouble getting your team to come home on time? Consider your worries over with the Team Tracker. The Team Tracker fits easily into your child's pocket and looks like a wallet unless it is attempted to be removed or curfew is broken. When it's time for your child to be home, the curfew tracker emits an explosive blue dye. It will explode in your child like a dumb criminal in a B-list movie about robbing banks. For an extra $9.99, we'll throw in our mini microphone accessory for added humiliation. You can play embarrassing audio from home videos or create your own. Imagine your son or daughter at a party about to make a poor decision and bam! Blue dye and your child saying, I love mommy and daddy and their four-year-old voice exploit, explode from their front pocket. Simply classic. For thirty-nine, for only $39.99 plus shipping and handling, you can stop worrying and start getting revenge. Order yours today. Nice. All right. So not the best reading, some stuttering, but it's a great product. I mean, product is basically going to sell, sell itself. Right. I mean, so I uh, I actually sold one of these to, oh, my, to my aunt. And okay. she's been using it with her with her 17-year-old daughter and it's working incredibly. How many times has it has it? 
It has not gone off yet. Oh, that's the thing. And that's right? the thing. So you, well, then enough said. Unless you're just a terrible parent. You don't actually <laughs> want it to happen. But right. it's like this will happen. Well, I mean, yeah, I was wondering if the kid was willing to test that boundary. You know, kids are going to always test boundaries. But, I mean. Right. And I know as a parent, you're probably thinking, well, they're just going to take it out of their pocket. Well, then it's going to explode it's everywhere. Fun. So it's you don't let them out of the house without it attached. <laughs> It's really foolproof. If, if, if anyone can come up with a reason it won't work, you can contact us on our, our Facebook page, Trauma Teachers. Trauma Teachers on yeah, Facebook. Give us a like. Um, so I'm going to let you start with this one too because this is a kid who I think, you know, Aaron, I'm always giving you so many compliments, but you just I, you really did an incredible job with this kid. I was not even really ready to interact with this child when he first got here, so take it away. Yeah, uh, he came uh, to us uh, very uh, angry. Uh, in dealings with his past and his history and his trauma. And so he, he was just a, really angry when he first got here due to his circumstances and his go-to um, uh, for uh, trying to work out situations when he was getting upset or was to get physical or to use aggression. That's how he, that was his outlet. Um, so he spent a lot of time uh, when he first got here trying to fill this out and trying to fill out the program and, he was, of course, going against the grain and trying to figure out us and where he wanted to be and how he fit in it and whether he decided whether he was going to do it or not. So there was a lot of time uh, him and I trying to hash things out. You know, he was, uh, of course, oppositional, you know, often wanted to fight me when trying to be redirected and spent a lot of time um, challenging uh, staff uh, verbally and physically at times. Um, so. That's how he spent a lot of his first interactions here. I would say, like, what, what would you say? Like the first? It was, and I think it's usually a couple of days before they realize, like, hey, these people actually care about me. Yeah. And I'm not saying behaviors are perfect, but they improve. It was probably, it was probably a good month. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking the exact same time frame. Yeah, so he, he stayed in that, in that frame for a solid month. Um, and do you have, is there a moment you remember where he kind of, because he let his guard down to you, I think, first before anyone else. Um, maybe you and, and Miss Chanel were the first two that he kind of started. Um, I don't know if I can think of an if I could pinpoint a moment um, that 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 was it is specific, but I think there was a uh, a time frame. Um, it was sometime around uh, what was our last break? Right before summer. Yeah, right yeah. So right, yeah, 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 yeah. It was right before we were getting ready to let out uh, for the uh, school year and start ESY. Right around that time is right around where I kind of started to start to feel like our conversations were kind of, he was taking in some of the information. He was not willing, he was not going straight to uh, aggression. He was actually allowing myself to have conversations with him um, and seek, seek solutions. And he got to the point where he just realized that, you know, kind of like you said, you know, that his, for his success, uh, challenging or uh, being aggressive or or was not the way that he was going to get any of his uh, problems solved. So, but to say all of that, to say that uh, he's actually turned it around, like he's, uh, one of his large uh, triggers was uh, when there was no interaction with uh, his folks who are at home, uh, his, his, his guardians. Um, and that would usually trigger him pretty well if there was not a connection that was able to be made um, either for the weekend or, or whatsoever, or what might have you. Might have you. Um, but I think there was one thing that I really noticed is that um, there was a there was a day where he was supposed to have contact with the guardian, and that didn't happen. And normally we would know right away because he would he would be he would be escalated, and he would he would definitely change his face. But um, now if that happens, like you can't really I wouldn't even know um, 
if that was the case because he's he's just he's learned to handle those situations so much better uh he's definitely choosing to say you know what it's not worth it. He often says that a lot. You know, he says, you know, this isn't really even worth it. Um, I know that I know that you guys are trying to do uh, the best things for me. So I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, do what I got to do. Yeah. Uh, and and I know I say this about a lot of our kids, but he's incredibly intelligent. We get, yeah. I can't over him. I, we, like, especially last year, our kids are really, really smart. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're all not, not that, pa- I mean, passing your SOL is kind of norm, but they're getting like, Really high scores. Yeah, this kid is incredibly intelligent. Um, he's he's very articulate. Um, he's got like a charm about him that's kind of yeah. s- was scary when he first got here. <laughs> I literally I remember pulling you aside and like this is going to be because yeah. because when you get a kid that's that smart, been through that much trauma, and it has that like charm, that to kind him, of charisma to him, it's really scary. Yeah. But he his first day he came in my class. Um, they don't have their computer passwords when they first get here because they got to take a test. You know, saying what they kind of kind of do on the computer. And he couldn't get – you know, he, his, he was trying to log in, which I was really confused about why. Um, and he just turns to me and he goes, if I, if you don't log me in this computer, I'm going to break every computer in here. And that was the first thing he said to me. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of customers. We're going cuss-free You're going cuss-free, yeah. So, um, but then I kind of – and this is why I love working here because all of us – we never had a meeting about him. I mean we, we talked about him in our meetings, but it wasn't like a first day we had a meeting. All of us just stepped back. Like no one was trying to be a hero and like, hey, hey son, you're going to do this. Yeah. Or, you know, this is – you're not going to get away with this. Like not on my watch. It was all just like, all right, let's step back. Let's see what this kid's about. He's obviously, I mean, he was, I can't even describe how visibly angry he was at all times. Right. So it's like, let's see what this kid is about before we all try to, to go in. And we all waited a couple of weeks. And then, like I said, he opened up to you and then another staff member. And then he, uh, when I came back from vacation, so it's been three months, he just was like, he was like, what's up? What's up? And like, dab me up. And I was like, What's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I mean, I think like the week before I went on vacation, he had started to talk to me a little. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, another lesson we always talk about here is sometimes he, he really did, he was not talking to anyone, but he really did not like me for whatever reason. Um, and so you can either, there's a bunch of different strategies, but the main one I found is in a situation like that is just kind of sit back, see what's going on with the kid. And unless he's like being physically aggressive towards you or another kid, or a dangerous situation, you can kind of just wait it out. And so yeah, you just kind of let him feel it out. Um, and we were also talking about him the other week. He's working on his game basketball. Oh yeah, um, he's definitely got the potential to make a high school basketball team, which for is awesome. sure. For he's sure, in middle school right now. Um, he's got the potential to go to college and all that stuff. And if you would have asked me about this stuff after the first couple of weeks, I would have been like, "Yeah, there's no be way." Kidding me? I was like, yeah. "This kid's going to be in juvie," which is why you don't say things like that out loud ever. Yeah. To, yeah. to coworkers or to kids, <laughs> and that's also why you don't take uh, intake their intake information to heart. Right, for... it's good. It's good to read so you know like what their triggers are and what kind of things they've been through. Um, but yeah, you don't want to prejudge a kid based on information you're getting because you don't you don't know the facilities they've been to before, who's writing exactly it, all that kind of stuff. Um, so we're not quite at thirty minutes yet, but we can cut this one a little short. Um, I wanted to tell a brief story about today that's kind of making fun of myself, but showing it. how great our kids are. So my kids were being absolutely terrible today, and I was texting Aaron on the side, which they probably just think we're always on our phones. <laughs> right. like, they're probably just like, Gil's always on Instagram. He's always yeah. on Facebook. I, I did not have social media for 10 years until this. I had to get back on Facebook. But yeah, so I was texting Aaron on the side, and I was like, I just don't know if today's a good day to go. We were just going up to the grocery store. So we end up going to the grocery store. The kids are absolutely awesome. Like, but I, I get, I'm sitting down and um, 
we're about to pull in. I'm like, none of these kids even said thank you. Like, oh. I was like, I'd be just because at this point in the summer, we all do it. You're spending your own money because you've run out of your summer allotment. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my god, I was like, these kids. Uh, and they <laughs> they got off one by one and said thank you. Nice. And so it made me so happy, but I was also so <laughs> mad at myself. But it got, got me through the rest of the day. I was gonna say, yeah. It's those small victories, man. It's those little wins that you always got to keep in your pocket. And even our boy that we told the feel good story about a couple of weeks ago, the little muscle man, he gave me like a, he gave me one on the shoulder, <laughs> nice. like a hard one on the shoulder. Nice. And I think he said like, "Why are you so bony or something?" <laughs> but then he was like, "He's like, I really appreciate it. Thank you." So I'm say it's the best, man. So that's all I got for this week, Aaron. Unless you got any. No, like the week has just started, man. I'm fresh off vacation, so you know you I'm, look rested. Yeah, you look good, man. Thanks, man. So don't. <laughs> Don't jinx me, and I'm, I'm looking for a good solid day two, three, four, and five. So y'all stay out of your path. All right, <laughs> all right so that right. uh, wraps up. Yeah, I think that's it for this week. Yeah, Patrick, I as always have enjoyed our conversation. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening, and uh, we look forward to you guys listening next week. Trauma teachers on Facebook. <laughs>